This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International as well as Eagles Saving Nations. Go to my website, worldministries.org. That is worldministries.org and check it out. We've got to have another great awakening. There's got to be national repentance or the republic will fall and judgment is certain. I have with me today apostolic prophet, prophetic scribe, my friend. And why don't you introduce yourself? Stephen Lambert. Yeah, we go back a long ways now. (laughs) Stephen Lambert. He has written a book. In fact, I have it behind me. Now Faith. In fact, I'm going to just grab it for a moment. And it says, Now Faith is. Faith that works. Now Faith is. Faith that works. Obviously, ladies and gentlemen, if your faith doesn't work, it does you no good. So we need faith that works. The last time we did a program, which was just a week ago, with our friend and leader, Stephen Lambert, we talked about his trials that he's recently gone through, including surviving a major heart attack, dying six times. We talked about him going through the shadow of death also with cancer. And so if you want to hear those testimonies, look at my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org, and please watch or listen to that interview. Now, I want to cover some things in this book. I want to get a little bit into the meat of it. Stephen, you've got number one, saving faith. Saving faith. What is saving faith? Well, if God didn't give us the faith to be saved, we wouldn't be saved. You know, faith, even the faith, you know, that we operate in, that comes from God. He's the author of it. And uh, the way it operates in the spirit, if God doesn't give us something, we don't have it. That's right. Because he's the creator of all things, including faith. I think that sometimes it's easy to get caught up in a little bit inadvertently. Don't mean to do it, but a little bit of pride with regards to even the fact that we're saved. But if God didn't give us the faith to be saved, we wouldn't be saved. That would be impossible. And it talks about it in the Bible that he's given us the measure of faith. And that's what this first chapter is talking about, the saving faith that he gives us. And, you know, the Bible says that we're born again 
by the living word of God, the living and abiding word of God. Sometimes people forget that. We're actually born again because of the fact that we have accepted his word and Jesus is the word. One of the things I think about this book, Dr. Hansen, is that all throughout it, you see woven into this kind of uh, like a rug here, is the fact that faith, it comes from God himself, and then he gives it to us, and then we operate it. And the more we believe in him, the more we have from him, because what faith is really all about is what Paul said, that I might know him. So it's really about knowing God in the first place. The more we know God, the more we know who he is, what his nature is, and then the more we know what we have in him and that what he does in us and what we do in him Amen. by the saving faith that he's given us. So I think I said last time on the program that when I started this book and the Lord started speaking to me about it, I said to the Lord, well, I really don't think I know that much about faith. But, you know, obviously I know more than and knew more than I thought I did. And since this book is pushing 250 pages, but I didn't intend to write that much when I first started no, out. Ac no, actually, Stephen, this book is over 400 pages. Well, I meant that. 450 <laughs> pages. I'm, I'm sorry, 450, pushing 450 pages. There you go. And uh, I certainly did not intend that. But I'm telling you, <laughs> as the author of the book, I'm saying this not in pride, not in boastfulness, but I'm saying that as the person who wrote the book and therefore have written, I mean, I reread it over and over and over again because I'm also my own editor. So this uh, version that people buy right now is about the third or fourth rendition because we've had to go through different edits to make sure it was right. Not about substance, but about, you know, the little things about writing, you know, uh, 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 a dot here, a dot there, a sentence here, a sentence there. It, it's really perfecting the writing part of it. But what I'm trying to get to is to say that there's so much substance in this book about faith, things that I never thought of, but as I'm writing, or I never thought of it before, but as I'm writing, and I pray when I write that this is what happens to me, that uh, I will remove myself from the situation, that I will get past my own intellect, and that I will begin to have the anointing uh, that I'm operating through. And I can tell you as a person who's reread re this book over and over again, there's more of God in this book and things that he has said about faith that I have in 48 years of ministry, I'm in my 48th year now, I've never heard said. I I'm telling you, I've heard some of the greatest preachers. I'm a student of preaching. I'm, a, I'm not like, unfortunately, a lot of preachers are not good readers. They don't read a lot. 
And I, I really don't understand that. I know people get busy. Now that I understand. And when they get busy, but I don't understand how you can have understanding without reading. Totally. You know, being a voracious reader. I have read probably thousands of books and I have absorbed something out of every book I've ever read on the subject of God. Amen. And you know, that's, that's what theology is. This word theology kind of scares us. And uh, I don't think we should be afraid of that word theology because, uh, you know, it, it's not going to hurt you. It, and the the word theology means the study of God. Yes. And isn't that what we're all doing? Aren't we all studying the word? It says to study the word to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. Amen. And frankly, you and I, Dr. Hansen, know a lot of people today that say they are preachers, but frankly, they have a lot to be ashamed about. Yes, yes. And I, I, don't, I don't say that just trying to condemn people. I wish they would change. I wish they would study the Word of God more. But you can't just be a, a pop, what I call popcorn prophet and just popping off about the first thing that comes in your head. You know, I really don't do that. I Everything I preach on, I, I make myself a student of what God has said about that matter. And I can tell you that through the course of writing this book, that happened to me more than any book I've ever written. And I've been involved in the writing and publishing of close to 20 books. And uh, some I wrote myself, some I contributed to, some I was the editor of, et cetera, et cetera. But I have gotten more from the Spirit in this book. And the, if you will, the compiling of this book Sometimes these things, it, it's, it, it's scripture you're compiling. I mean, I have thousands, I think over a thousand endnotes. I, I don't remember in this book, over a thousand endnotes. And uh, we chose this time to put the scriptures in, in the form of endnotes. And uh, actually, they're endnotes of the end of each chapter, so I don't have the total. But... Uh, there could be 25 to 50 to sometimes 100 scriptures for each chapter, and there's 18 chapters. And so this book is the Word of God, and what God has to I don't mean that the way some people have criticized me over the years when I have said things like this. I don't mean it's divinely inspired like the books of the Bible. I don't mean that. But it is inspired of God, meaning when I was writing, God was speaking to me past my intellect and was drawing from his spirit things about scriptures. Oftentimes, in the writing of this book, I don't know how many people are interested in this kind of thing, but in the writing of this book, many times I actually started with a spiritual impartation from God and wrote that down. And then 
would realize, oh, my Lord, that's, that's very close to a particular scripture. And then I would look up that scripture, and sure enough, there it is. It says almost exactly the same thing. So because of that, and I know this is just our first question, but uh, because of that, I really am confident in saying this is truly and genuinely a prophetic book, meaning it, it, it comes by the Spirit, through the Spirit, in the Spirit, and it's of the Spirit. And I, uh, the Lord told me to put you, uh, have the cover there, and it says on the front cover, prophetic scribe. That's the first time I've ever put that on a book because the Lord <laughs> told me to do it. And, and uh, I, I thought, oh, Lord, you know, people, what, you know what people will say. You know, prophetic scribe, come on, Lambert, what do you think you're talking about? Well, I believe I am a And the Lord said, son, you got to own up to who you are and who I've made you. And I think that's key. And you know that, Dr. Hansen, over the years, we have to own up and receive who God says we are if we're going to have the ministry God has called us to. I mean, Abraham, he went from being Abram to Abraham. God changed his name because he changed his name because he said, you're going to be the father of multitudes. If you can count the sky, the stars in the sky, that's how many people you'll, you'll be the father of. And then he said the same thing about Paul. He changed his name. He changed the name of Peter. He changed the disciples, 12 of the disciples' name. One day he called them out, kind of like the dirty dozen, out of the uh, disciples one morning after he spent the night in prayer. And he said from now on, he called them apostles. From this day on, you are apostles. Well, I'm sure they looked around and thought, well, what the heck is an apostle? You know, because they didn't really, weren't you really used to that term because that was a military term. But we have to get used to God's language. And we have to not have false pride about God's language. And when he tells us we are something, for instance, you know you're an apostle. And it's important for you to know that. Because in that word is the description of your very ministry. So when you know who you are, then you know how to be who you're supposed to be. And all of us are in the same thing. So people that are afraid of titles today, that's just a false thing. And uh, we're, not, we're not lifting up titles. We're not doing that at all. What we're doing is we're, this is a description of who we are and what we're doing. Well, I've gone a far cry from our first question here, what saving faith is. But saving faith is about what it's all about, and that's the beginning. It's through saving faith that we're born again by the living and abiding Word of God. But all of these things have come into play in the course of me writing this book. I talk about things in here that you would think, well, what's I got to do with faith? Well, read on, and you'll find exactly what it has to do with faith, Dr. Hanson. Well, the Bible says God gives grace to the humble, but resist the proud. Amen. And when you said, Amen. you know, you said you, when you don't own up to who you are, basically that's pride because you don't want people to criticize you. And exactly. So as, you know, and, and we know who we are. Now, 
we both don't go and, and brag about that. I call myself Dr. Jonathan yeah. Hansen. Why? Because, again, people know who we are. Now, when I go overseas, and I, I'm going a lot overseas, they'll advertise me, Apostle, Prophet, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. That's how right. they'll do it, because it's they know who I am. They know who I am. But uh, in America, again, with uh, different denominations, sometimes uh, people don't know these these titles, and some denominations actually actually fight uh, the titles of God and, 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 and actually resist the Holy Spirit. Steve? You know, in 1949, I won't name it, but a particular founding Pentecostal denomination came out very strongly and denied several things that are in the Bible. And they call they wrote what they call position papers. And in there, they absolutely came out and said, because of what was going on in, in a movement that was birthed in 1949, and they were trying to, I understand what they were doing. They were trying to bring some reproof and some correction to some error, some extremism. But then they went to extreme, and they're trying to correct the extremism. And they said, there's no such thing as apostles. Well, if there's no such thing as apostles, then the church doesn't have a foundation. That's right. Because the Bible says clearly in Ephesians 2.20 that the apostles and the prophets are the foundation of the church. And that's been our problem. We've been operating a church that doesn't have a foundation. And with Christ Jesus being in the cornerstone. And so... Every one of these, and, and, and I get into these things and in, the, in this book. So people that get this book will be surprised. Here's what I was concerned about when I wrote the book, Dr. Hansen. I think you can appreciate this. And when you talk about this, tell people that ain't what it is. <laughs> we had a movement back years ago called the Word of Faith Movement. And I was so concerned that people were going to mistake this book for being uh, something, just a rehash of the word of faith. Well, it's far from that. I mean, the first minute you start reading this book, you know, this ain't that. You know, P- P- Peter said, this is that on the day of Pentecost, referred to what Joel said. Well, in this case, this ain't that. It, it ain't the, the, the movement that happened in the uh, 60s and the 70s and continu- continued on where there was some extremism about faith. This ain't that. So don't uh, shy away from this book because it has the word faith in it. But this is about now faith is. And I say in the book, Dr. Hansen, faith is either now or it's never. Faith cannot be confused and should not be confused with hope. And that's what people do sometimes because hope has to do with Desiring a favorable outcome in the future, a desiring a future favorable outcome. In fact, that's a good definition for hope. But that ain't what hope faith is. Faith is now. That's why I named the book Now Faith is based on Hebrews 11.1. 1. So faith is either now or it's never. We don't release faith when we see the manifestation of what we have been praying about. No, no, no. We release our faith. And what is our faith? It is the measure of faith that God has given us for any given thing. And I talk about here, that here in the book. There's faith about for, for many different things. 
and as you we've talked about even some of the chapters mountain moving faith weak and feeble faith effective faith strong faith a wonder working faith great faith this is all faith is mentioned in the bible and then we come to faith for healing and deliverance well there's a certain kind of faith that you must have in order to see healing and deliverance manifested in your life That's it's right. a different kind of faith That's right. and so we need that kind of faith when you and i go places we all of a sudden we'll understand by the spirit the lord is wanting to move in healing in deliverance in prophetic words uh and oftentimes in my case it starts with i'm i'm sensing healing and almost invariably the lord will start giving me words of knowledge that's the way it works with me it doesn't work with that, that way with other people but it works with me i'm talking about in a meeting and uh, uh i will suddenly be aware i'll hear the word diabetes i'll hear the word heart trouble i'll hear uh different kind of medical maladies and the lord saying to me there's five people here with this there's three people here with that. And when I name those things, you know what happens, Dr. Hansen? Faith for healing for that thing, that medical malady has begun to be released in the atmosphere. And people will suddenly begin to understand and say, you know, well, I wasn't believing for this, but, but you know what? I believe God. Do you believe God can heal? Yes, I believe God can heal that. And you call people up. And suddenly, God is moving in people's lives. That's the gift of faith that operates uh, by the Spirit. And it's a special gift that some, for instance, healing evangelists have, but many of us can operate in by the Spirit. Well, faith grows. And as yes. we continue with our relationship with God, our faith grows. And uh, I'm glad you said in the beginning, you know, saving faith, everyone has a measure of faith. Uh, yes. That way, some people don't say, well, I don't have any any hope. No, everyone has a measure of faith. So everyone right. can have salvation. Stephen? It comes from God. That's We're right. We're not the source of it. That's he, right. He gives it to us. That's right. All, all, all of these kinds of, if we, if he didn't give it to us, I say this over and over, he didn't give it to us, we wouldn't have it. That's right. But he, thank God he's given us the measure of faith. But as you say, what this book is about is discovering the fact that, you see, here, here's the problem. Let me digress for just a second. I think many people, when they think about faith, they say, well, faith, that's something you either have or you don't. No, that's not true. God has given us a measure of faith. There you go. Then we have to develop that faith. Yes, yes. Uh, the Bible says about Abraham, Abraham grew strong in faith. That's right. And we have to grow in our faith. And there's certain, and that's what this book is about. It gives us methodologies that are scriptural, that are basically the scripture and things that we can concentrate on to grow our faith during the course of our walk with God. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching or listening to the warning program. I have had apostolic prophet, prophetic scribe, Stephen Lambert, with me today. He authored the book, Now Faith Is. I'm going to read you the chapters. One, saving faith. We discussed that today. Two, weak or feeble faith. Three, effective faith. Four, strong faith. Five, mountain-moving faith. 
Six, wonder-working faith. Seven, great faith. Eight, faith for the healing and deliverance. Nine, the faithless. Ten, obtaining and activating faith. Eleven, building yourself up on your faith. Twelve, the testing of our faith. Fourteen, walking by faith. Thirteen, hindrances to genuine faith. Fifteen, faith without work. Sixteen, contending for the faith. Seventeen, falling away from the faith. And eighteen, the shield of faith. Once again, apostolic prophet, prophetic scribe, Stephen Lambert and the book, Now Faith Is. I'm going to have him on the program again because we got much more to go over. But tell us quickly, Steve, because my time is out. Where can they order this book? It's very easy. Uh, Type into your browser, Now Faith Is Book, like one word, nowfaithisbook.com. The dot com is important. It'll take you right to the page where you can find out a whole lot more about the book and order it directly from there, from the different sources that we have available. Thank you for having me on this great program today, Dr. Hanson. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody needs to understand faith and use faith and let your faith grow. We're entering into dangerous times, trying times. We need this book, Now Faith Is. God bless you. Worldministries.org. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.